Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ao and Antino. It's going a little too hard on this one. We'll bring it down here. So uh, thank you all for listening to Two Crazy Scoops. We're back here. We're alive and well, relatively, and uh, we're going to fade out the music slowly. And so this is Two Crazy Scoops, and it's not just me this time. <laughs> I am sorry I subjected you guys to those terrible, horrible episodes. <laughs> uh, it never gets old. Yeah, I did it like twice and I was like, I can't do this. This is not, this, I don't know. I don't know. What am I doing? Who do I think I am, Aaron? Who do I think I am? That is a good question. You, you know, tell me, sir. It, it reminds me of a really good quote that I like by Abraham Lincoln. It says, nearly all men can stand adversity. But if you want to test a man's character, give him a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that sounds like something he would have said. <laughs> so is that your is that your advice for the day? That was not my advice for the day. That was just a quote. Oh, okay. I wanted to share that quote with everybody, all of our listeners. Please don't fact check that because you just need to believe what you hear on this podcast. <laughs> so, Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good. And then we got ANA is back in action with us. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I am back. <laughs> so we're trying. Uh, we recorded an episode before, and the audio got a little jacked up. But if I can fix it, I'll release it. But I at least just wanted to say that if it sounds a little weird, because I was listening to it, and my response time to what you were saying was like, totally off so i need to find a way to edit it better just because of how we're recording it but hopefully that episode will come out um so today we were going to talk about we're going to start off the episode with some advice <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll let you start with yours aaron what was your advice for the day oh um my advice for today is uh, very simple and it is uh think before you speak <laughs> That is my advice. (laughs) 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 Kind of a long story, and I might have to save the story behind why I'm saying that um, for another for another segment. But um, you know, it's just funny that sometimes you can say something and it just completely the timing can be bad and the interpretation can be off. And sometimes you have to think of nowadays. I feel like you have to think more outside of the box and understand that what you're going to say can be interpreted completely different, especially when you're talking to people you don't know that well, mm-hmm. like or on the job and stuff like that. <laughs> or if you're being recorded, yeah. Because I just um, started a new job, and so we were having a meeting, and yeah. But like I said, that's a story for another day. Think before you speak <laughs> is the lesson I got from that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, my advice isn't as embarrassing. But my advice, I, I, from my personal opinion, I think that a child's introduction to the Nazis should not be through the sound of music. <laughs> I actually disagree. I actually disagree with that. I, it, it was a great introduction for me, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't fully understand the whole uh, concept of what was going on because we just watched the movie and I didn't... You just think of them as like a bad guy, not actually like real people who did real atrocities. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny, but that's my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, can see, yeah. I can see where you're coming from. I think I agree, but I also don't agree. I think it can be your first introduction as long as you explain that this was a real thing <laughs> that actually happened. Yeah, I yeah. still didn't understand mm-hmm. it, though. I was just like, yeah, they're bad guys, like Darth Vader. Like a villain in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my advice. Um, we're coming back, you know, right right out of the gates here. <laughs> I generally don't give advice, so my advice is generally don't give advice. Just don't give advice. But I've got one. I've got one. Okay. I just it right out of the internet <laughs> but i liked it a positive attitude may not solve all your problems but it will annoy enough people to make it worth the effort 
Nice. I feel like that could work for me. <laughs> annoying people. Annoying Just people on a daily basis. <laughs> That does annoy some people, just having a positive attitude. Oh, so yeah. That's, that's very true. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, Aaron. I don't think it annoys me. Having a positive attitude? Well, only if people have one, like, early in the morning. We like, just. Like, before 9 o'clock, that's, that's ridiculous. We just talked about <laughs> No that. one should be positive before 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to be positive about if you're awake. Oh, <laughs> man. We literally so. just talked about that with with AJ, my sister. Shout out. Uh-huh. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any more shout outs? We gotta go. <laughs> Let's bring in the whole family here. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> um, so, Aaron, we have been having a very shaky recording schedule due to both of our employments changing. And, mm-hmm. but have we just been relaxing, Aaron? No, it's been nothing. To, I could, I definitely can't relax. We were because on. now. Oh, yeah. Well, I was working one full time job that had a set schedule for the most part, so it was a little bit easier. But now I'm working two part time jobs, and so that means some days I'm working twelve hours, thirteen, depending on the day. Wow. No then, bueno. And today is was just a five because I have Wednesdays and Saturdays off at least from one of the jobs. So, yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's been a little crazy. But this is just a temporary transitional phase. And kind of like when you start a new career, sometimes you um, <clears throat> have to make adjustments. It overlaps, so kind of. <laughs> it it kind of overlaps a little bit. But the idea is in the next, within the, hopefully within the next two months, so by March, that'll be squared away and I'll just have the one again. But, Transition phase is, is always uh, yeah. a little rough. but Brutal. But when it comes to podcasting, Aaron, have we been relaxing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've done some uh, promo. There we, we go. Okay, come on, man. I'm trying to throw you <laughs> something here. I'm sorry. I went I completely off. <laughs> <laughs> we have been doing some promo for the podcast, and we were uh, – we had the experience of uh, – Going to YouTube is that what we're is that what we're going now? Are we going there now? We're going to YouTube. Our guest appearance. So uh, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> but yes, I do want to do that as well. But we had a guest spot on the Sidekicks podcast. Boom. Um, pal. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> and and so that was pretty cool. Uh, I had a good experience with that. I don't know if you want to. Let's start from the top. What was you, how did you feel about that? Uh, it, it's definitely odd. Well, first, uh, since we're giving shout outs, I have to give a shout out to Ethan because uh, he was like, hey, I just met a friend from uh, Phoenix and he says he has a podcast, too. And I was like, oh, really? What is it? And uh, it ends up that we knew his I knew his parents and I kind of knew him and you knew him. And so we got in contact and it was just kind of odd to be in another person's podcast where we're not really directing where it goes so it was an interesting experience because theirs is more like um superheroes and just the, like star wars stuff like that so that's what they're geared towards you know mm-hmm. and they talk sports and stuff too yeah yeah but that's kind of like their niche though they kind of stick with that and so it's very it's kind of formatted and they actually know what they're going to talk about unlike me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they, yeah, they, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that was pretty much it. I just think it was funny because we had some, obviously had to have some ground rules, like not cursing and saying I know, pretty much anything that, that we say on this. Those <laughs> are the dude, dude, that was tough when they said that. I was like, what? <laughs> so I had to filter myself, which I normally don't do. So, <laughs> well, that's kind of, uh, no, I thought. Oh, I was going to say, that's what I was saying, though. It's kind of funny when someone else is recording because you're not really in control of the editing process. So if you say something, you know, that's not funny or you go off on a tangent that you didn't want to go off on, you kind of have to just leave it up to them to figure out what the real content is. Yeah, which for me, they, they fortunately, they did do. 
I had it was a good experience though. But yeah, you're right. It is different being in like someone else's world because now it's like okay, well they're calling the shots now and asking the questions. Yeah, and I had to think quick on my feet because <laughs> uh, a shout out to the Sidekicks podcast. But I mean, they are um, really huge Star Wars fans, and unfortunately, I'm getting you know a little bit back into it now because of the Mandalorian. But I didn't. I was never really that. I, I always enjoyed it, but I was never that deep into it. Um, and so on that episode that we recorded with them, it was definitely, uh, you know, interesting because I had to actually research a few things. I'm like, okay, what what are all the shows that they announced and what was what's this? What's happening here? But it was fun. I had a good time, though. Um, yeah. And they invited us to come back. So I guess we didn't do that terrible. <laughs> <laughs> And and the format is definitely different as well. Um, so, you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll have some specialized episodes that have a visual element to it. Yeah. And they also got us gifts. Oh, yeah. So they, yeah, they actually treated us really nicely. They, yeah, they got us gifts. Um, yeah, I, I was not expecting that. Um and I'm, it makes me feel a little bad because we don't do anything for our guests. <laughs> I mean, nothing. We just publicly embarrass nothing. them and release the episodes. Yeah, exactly. You get exactly. the gift of your voices. <laughs> of friendship. Right. Yeah, friendship. Th- yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So they they treated us like royalty. So it was cool because um, now I kind of know, you know, what to do for guests now. <laughs> or at least, you know send them a thank you or something <laughs> yeah. um, uh, they, they were really cool so we uh we yeah we definitely can learn something from them. and i like their ground rules and everything that they had set ahead of time so yeah it I was mean, cool it was a good experience it's kind of funny because you think it's obvious but then sometimes you just kind of start straying in a certain way and you're like i don't think we want to go here Mm-hmm. you know that's so yeah oh that's interesting Sounded fun. I got to hear the live version. Yeah. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's her house isn't that big, so she's usually just sitting there hearing, like... Yeah, it's awesome. Me go on about craziness on these things. Front row seat. It's great. Two Crazy Scoops is recorded in front of a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we actually could do that, too, but that's an idea for another time. But we could probably do that, too. Do like a live episode on Instagram or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure if you, how would that work? I don't know. We'll figure it out. There yeah. is a way to do it. Those are do fun. Instagram live. They're more. They're a little more interactive. Can you like? Kick, yeah. Can you kick people out though if someone gets in that you don't want to be in? Yeah. Oh, because that yeah. would be like a real bummer if it's just like some randos. Like... Well, but here's the but here's the thing. You can when you go live, you select who you want to know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. So you you don't even so you can alert people who are actually contacts on two phases group. Nice. Or you can just let it all out and open, <laughs> <laughs> and just let any and everything jump in. <laughs> so, yeah, that would just depends be... on what kind. <laughs> it would it would make for an entertaining episode, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for who I don't know, but not for me. <laughs> Well, we could we could always edit it. Of course, what happens live stays live. But you know, yeah. as far as <laughs> but the, as far as the reposting and the recording, you know, we can edit out all the craziness. You go into work and they're like, "So, I don't know how to bring this up, Aaron, but <laughs> there's a short clip of you on the internet that is blown up." <laughs> Hey, hey, all I can say is I was at home alone, so <laughs> that's all I can say. I can't control what other people <laughs> do And online. then um, we also were on another podcast. Do you remember that one? We were on another podcast? Yeah, and I never even talked about it, and I feel really bad now. We were on what podcast were we on? Dumb, Plum, and Dumber. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we did. Yes. Yeah, we did the first. Was it the first episode or? I think it was their se- third or second. I don't third? know. He, he recorded like five in a day. Okay, that yeah, that was actually pretty fun too. And I like 
their podcast just because of the fact that it's so laid back and they're so easygoing. Ethan is very uh, easygoing and and funny as well. And yeah. so, yeah, that was that was fun. And I forgot, you're right, we didn't talk about it. But see, if they bought us gifts, then we would have <laughs> talked about it. We would have remembered. It so, yeah, fault. I want $50 in Red Lobster so gift I'm, cards. Exactly. I'm going to text Ethan and give him my address. I'm like, send me something for being on your podcast. But hopefully, oh, wait, but we didn't... we're supposed to like do a collab with them, right? For oh, well, Yes, I'm... yes. I still haven't got my stimulus check yet, though. Oh. But yeah. My stimulus check is going to fund our our next project, but I still haven't Whoa. got it yet. Oh, you yeah, only I'm get six hundred dollars though, huh? huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might be getting more. Yeah, so we got a credit card, a debit card. Mm-hmm. That was really weird. Yeah, I, I don't know what the point of that was, but I think it's supposed to make things. Easier and safer. Probably safer, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, well, like, for me, it was just weird because they, I got direct deposit the first time, and then this time they're going to put something in the mail. Why didn't they just direct deposit this mm-hmm. one, too? So that's where I'm kind of disappointed. I'm like, I got to wait for the mail now. <laughs> but, oh, well, it is what it is. But, yes, once I get my stimulus, then we will uh, be able to purchase a couple of extra little things for our for our episode our collaboration our next collaboration yeah actually with the stimulus i might have enough to invite a few other people (laughs) to the (laughs) to the party (laughs) you can buy a lot of hot sauce with that (laughs) yeah so let's see that was our experience then we've been working hard we've been trying to tell other people about two crazy scoops we're trying to format it. We're trying not to get electrocuted while setting all this stuff up. <laughs> and now, Aaron, what's the next? What is the next biggest thing? And I'm, I'm probably just going to say it because we'll probably go off on something because you don't know what I'm talking about. It's been long enough, Aaron. Are you talking about? Uh... I'm going to learn Spanish. I'm going to do oh. it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Got it. I've put it off. I have been insulted to my face. I've been <laughs> spat upon. Oh, I've been <laughs> kicked. <laughs> really? Have you really yeah. been spat upon? Uh, I've been ridiculed and made fun of. Okay. Understandably. I, I had someone, they were like, it, didn't the kids make fun of you for not speaking Spanish when you were growing up? And I was like, I assure you, if they made fun of me, I would have learned Spanish immediately. <laughs> That is hilarious. So, no, yeah, it'll be. Uh... No, I think that'll be a good experience for you, <laughs> and and I think um, I think it's going to come easier because you you already have a little bit of background with Portuguese as well. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's going to definitely help. And you and I don't think you were in it so long where what you learned is going to make you have a difficult time as far as mixing the languages up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you, you were in it long enough to really get a basis. And so I think for you, Spanish is going to be very easy. Plus you got a professional with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so I think it's going to be easy for you. Um, well, I shouldn't say easy. Learning a foreign language is not easy, but I think those are at least advantages that you have. Mm-hmm. And he already has a good accent, which we were talking about before. As well, so that's a plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it all it just sounds like I get real self conscious when I say stuff, especially when I'm rolling my R's. Rolling. <laughs> can can you roll the R's pretty well? Yeah. Well, I've been saying Cervantes for my whole life. You you gotta like spice it up for certain people so they don't know that you don't speak Spanish. Oh, okay. I try yeah. to say Cervantes. Cervantes. Yeah, some people I say Cervantes. My name is Antonio Cervantes, spelled with a C. Otherwise, they won't know how to spell it, and then it gets real. I had someone end up spelling it with a D. Like, they spelled it Sir Dantes. They're like, oh, wow, like, I've never uh, seen this name before. It's so interesting. I was like, oh, wow, cool, thanks. And then I realized she wrote a D. 
So I have that to they were really, misspelling it. Yeah. Sir Von Tez. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna we're gonna do a full episode three months from now in Spanish. Aaron, me and you. Okay. I'm up for it. <laughs> because I am gonna start Spanish Feb uh February first. So what is today? A few days from now, I will officially start it. Now, I did take Spanish before, years ago, before I learned Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard and, you speak um, Spanish. Yeah, it's not very good, unfortunately. <laughs> My Spanish is not good. But, um, so it's going to be interesting because I'm going to have to go into it trying to speak it without using any of the Portuguese accent or anything like that. Yeah, that's going to be Portuguese hard. word. And it is because they're so close. And I've been practicing at work a little bit because I, I work with a lot of people who speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, you know, it's funny. I actually had some customers come through who didn't speak any English too, which was pretty cool. Um, I think I overcharged them for something. But yeah, if they come back, though, I'll remember and give them <laughs> the money back. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, but you did yeah, it. I mean. Yeah, well, you inspired me, Aaron. When you said you were going to do it, I was like, well, it's about time. I mean, I'm married to someone who speaks Spanish fluently. I live around a bunch of people and have a lot of friends who speak Spanish fluently. And uh, it's more a part of my life now than it was when I was younger. And mm-hmm. I've been, like, trying to resist it because it is so daunting like mm-hmm. I was saying, it's like opening up the door to even more people. And sometimes I feel overwhelmed just with the people that I talk to on a regular <laughs> basis. Mm-hmm. But it would come in handy because I do have a lot of people who speak to me in Spanish and it would just kind of be nice to, to learn that side of life, mm-hmm. I think. Because I, I, yeah, even people who I talk to and they kind of have broken English, I just think if you got to speak Spanish, you'd kind of get their full uh, personality. And kind of understand who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially where we're at too. It just comes in handy. And then the cool thing about um, just where not only where we live specifically, being in Tucson, but I mean, no matter where you go in the states, you know, it's it, Spanish is not even really considered a foreign language anymore. So yeah. it'll definitely come in handy, uh, no matter where you're at. And um, True. yeah, you're right. It does open up a door to a whole different culture a whole different um way of just viewing things mm-hmm. and opens the door for a lot more uh interaction friendship things like that so yeah and the th- funny thing is with portuguese i was always like <clears throat> oh i wish i lived in a place like it would be so much easier if i was immersed in it it'd be so much easier if i was immersed in it i'd say yep. that all the time and then now i'm looking at myself i'm like i am immersed in it now like it's here it's at my front door Mm-hmm. So it's like that's know, true. Yeah, might as well take the and advantage feel, of it now. Yeah, and I feel kind of I I, I feel kind of bad because I wish there was more opportunity uh, to spend more time, you know, like in a place that speaks Portuguese, you know, um, because I think that would have definitely, you know, had a deeper impact. I think versus here where we were trying to learn, it was just you know just without as many speakers here, it was just a little bit challenging. Yeah. But with Spanish, you won't have that. Also, that same. Mm-hmm. I found that people who are married to someone who's a fluent speaker or a native speaker, they like pick it up real quick. Yeah. And they actually have like a good solid accent. Mm-hmm. So. I don't yeah. Know. You can easily set, you can easily set rules like, you know, First thing in the morning, you know, only Spanish for an hour or something like that. Or I'm just throwing ideas out there. An hour, yeah. Aaron? Hint, hint, Anna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm taking notes, Aaron. Anna. Anna. <laughs> what is it? What's cocina? The cocina? kitchen? Mm-hmm. It's like a, the cocina is on a fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, let's just hope there's no uh, emergency Emergencies during that during hour. That hour. Yeah, no, no, Anna, Please. Anna, even <laughs> if there is an emergency, no, no, Anna, listen to me. Okay. Even if there is an emergency, Spanish only. <laughs> <laughs> if the kitchen or house is on fire, he will quickly learn <laughs> how to say it and he will never forget it. 
well, just call tough the love. Pink in my eyes is probably gonna be <laughs> enough. <laughs> right. If you hear her say "fuego" and she's running outside, Antonio, <laughs> that gives you an idea of what to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how many words I could. <laughs> Yeah. Say before I like run out the door. Yeah. <laughs> right. But if you hear that one, that means get out the house quick. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's interesting because with Spanish, um, and this is where our professional uh, co-hosts can come in because with Spanish, I feel like um, to me, it seems to be a little bit more concise in some ways in, than English. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like um, there's, it seems like some words kind of reduce the number of words we use in English. Uh, just the verb structure, for example, does that to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for example, if you want to say like we have, you know, in Spanish, that's just one word. Yeah. In English is two, or, or if yeah. you want to make a very clear sentence, it seems like in Spanish, Things tend to be very uh, concise and direct, whereas in English, I feel like we have so many different ways of saying the exact same thing, and it's just, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of extra fluff, a lot of extra words that are unnecessary, and mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I mean, would you agree with that? I would agree, yeah. Yeah, well, just the example you used, like, we have, you already you put two words together, tenemos, so, yeah, I, I think... Spanish, not that you can't say a lot of things in different ways, but I think um, it is very simple in that way that, you know, even just learning to read is already a huge benefit because the way you read it is the way you're going to say it, you know, which is kind of not true in Portuguese from what I uh, learned before, the way you uh, write things in Portuguese sometimes is not the way you s- you can say it, you know, spoken. So, yeah, I would agree with that statement. And <clears throat> in Spanish, it's like once, you, excuse me, <clears throat> sorry, I'm clearing my throat too much in the mic. Um, it seems like in Spanish too, the way, like you said, the way things are written or the way it sounds, whereas in English, that's not. Right. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. <laughs> we have we have in English there's so many exceptions to the rule. Whereas in Spanish it looks like you have a rule and you pretty much just follow that rule. Yes. You know, you if you if you once you learn the pronunciation, you can just read right away. And I do like that about Spanish. Yeah, um, there's very clear rules least. and there's very few exceptions. Mm-hmm. There are some but very few. And in English that's <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, English is a lot harder in that sense. And I've heard, you know, a lot of other people who are trying to learn English or who have tried to learn English and Spanish, they always say English is <laughs> a lot harder. Well, so. mm-hmm. I realized that when she would ask me why expressions were certain expressions or why say why I chose this word instead of a different word. And I, there's not, no rule that I can point to. It's just like I know it because that's how I grew up. Like, you know what you should and shouldn't say or, or you should, how you say it really changes things. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, like, do unspoken any, rules. Yeah, do you have any examples of that by any chance that you can think of? Uh, Where it's something that you may have heard or honest, there's something that you wondered why something was said a certain way. Well, what's an expression that you can, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? That's an expression. Uh-huh. Do you know what that means? I don't think I've I fully never, understand what it means either, but it's kind of like don't get rid of everything just because I with every I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. I so get it. so I get don't it. throw the baby out with the bathwater means in other words, if if you're if you're referring to a situation, it it, it just means that everything in that situation is not bad. Mm-hmm. You know, the baby is still valuable, but the <laughs> bathwater is what you don't want to take get rid out of. The good along with the bad. <laughs> so don't take the out bad. the good with the bad. Yeah. yeah, just get get rid of the bad. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, if you're learning how to cook and you you're making something and you burn it. You don't just throw out the recipe and say that recipe is no good. No, the recipe is good. You just burn the food. So yeah. try it again. That's kind of what that expression means. 
Yeah, another oh. another one was um Oh, I just forgot it. I just remembered it and I forgot it. But like Oh, speaking of which it oh go ahead. Sorry. No, go no, ahead. no, you can I go because I, I still couldn't remember. No, I was just gonna say, is there a, is there a similar expression in Spanish that you can think of, um, Anna, that doesn't that either does or does not translate well in English? Or do they uh, even have that baby in the bathwater thing? Not that one specifically that I know of. Um, you know, idioms are like idioms are like a whole nother <laughs> yeah. subject yeah. too when you're learning a language and um yeah i can't think of one right now but well there's another one like don't look a gift horse in the mouth do you know that wait mean? don't do what don't look a gift horse in the mouth actually you know it's funny i've heard that but i don't even understand that one <laughs> so like to so check what? if a horse is healthy or not you look at its teeth i guess Mm -hmm. um, but if someone's gifting you a horse, you don't want to straight up just like check it out and be like, oh, is this really what it is? It's like if I gave you like a card and you opened it right in front of me and like looked at the money or how much I gave you and you were just like, oh, you know, it's just it's you putting someone in an oh, uncomfortable situation. That's OK. That's I didn't know. So I'm glad you explained that because I didn't even know what that meant. But that makes sense. Like you don't open the the gift in front of the person basically yeah it's like if i gave you like a playstation or something you don't open it up and make sure that it's working you would just you would just take it you know you're not like oh like i don't know it's just really rude to that, well in most can't in most cases yes now if you gave me a playstation i would open it up to make sure it worked <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm like weird. something's wrong something's seriously wrong with this <laughs> let me t I would plug it up in your house to make sure. <laughs> but it's just so oh, funny man. that I use those expressions so much, and I didn't even notice until I tell her that. And then mm -hmm. she's like, what do you mean? He does use a lot of idioms. Oh, like, you, know, I, you know one that I've heard for years that I didn't – this is in English, of course, but one I've heard for years, and I didn't understand it until like a year ago or within the last year. You ever heard the expression, uh, have your cake and eat it too? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, I hate that Were one. Were you the one – were you the one who explained it to me? I think so, because that was it was bugging yeah. me so much. <laughs> I never understood what that meant. I was like, it, I was, I kept thinking, like, have your cake and eat it. Well, yeah. Why would I not want to eat the cake? <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's I like you can't it. eat the cake and still have it. Once you eat the cake, it is gone. Uh, depends on how long you wait. <laughs> 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 you yes. might so be able to get like, it back. You can't have everything. Right? Oh, goodness. Huh? Yeah. Basically, like you can't have everything. Yeah, you can't have everything. Yeah. 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 You can't eat the cake and still have it, which I get now. So I'm proud of myself for learning that. But yeah, we wonder why people don't have a hard time with English. It's like, yeah, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's funny um, that in order to explain a concept, <clears throat> that's how I do it. That's why I have idioms. It's so that. I would just like, well, this makes sense, right? And then this applies to the situation we're dealing with, right? So mm -hmm. that's kind of, I think that might have been how my dad taught me just concepts, and that's why I do it so much. Yeah, I think your dad uses a lot of idioms too. I think that's yeah where you got it from. Uh huh. Yeah, because if you if you're teaching your child things, I think helping them look at another situation and balance it with what they're actually dealing with would help them understand those concepts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But some and some things just don't translate, uh, just don't translate well. Like um, I was just looking at a couple online just to see, get some, just looking at some other idioms in English. And mm. like, for example, um, <laughs> beating, <laughs> beating a dead horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that one. I'm like, why? Yeah, it's like stuff that we say and you don't think about it until you're studying a language. A lot of the stuff you don't even think yeah. about, you just talk. Uh -huh. But when you're studying a language and you start looking up idioms for the language that you're learning, you and then you look at some of the common ones in your own language, you're like, wait, none of this stuff makes sense. Or bite the bullet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or um, beating around the bush. Yeah. Um, adding insult to injury. All these other... Putting it, salt you know, in the wound. Expressions. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one should translate actually to anything. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying it's uh, kind of funny because uh, obviously I didn't really grow up like you were saying, even with those concepts in my head. 
And so it is interesting now when I look at Spanish, I'm like, that's weird. And then I look at something else, I'm like, that's weird as well. But then you go back and you look at your own language and you're like, oh, like this is really weird. <laughs> Everything is really yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. It's just one of those things you just don't think about. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think of one I'm gonna... pretty simple one in okay. Spanish. When someone says, uh, eso es pan comido, like eaten, that's eaten bread. It just means like it's already what you, taken. What do you think it means? Like it's already taken? It's eaten bread. Oh, so like it's gone. Bread, it's already eaten. That's oh, it's it's a done deal. Like it's yeah. already been done, said yeah, and done. Yeah, it's easy. It's funny that you use the idiom to explain the idiom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, is done deal an eat an idiom? Done deal. Yeah, is it's a really done deal. I mean, of... everyone just says that. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, like when you're like, oh, so. do you want to do this? Yeah, it's a done deal. Okay, you understand that it's closed, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's Oh, I like, guess so. It just means huh. easy, basically. It's easy. Okay. It's comido, like, that's easy. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Huh. It's already, yeah, it's already eaten. <laughs> oh, it's like the action's already been done, yeah, so it's like, exactly. it's all downhill from here. Yep, that one's a pretty Idioms. simple one I could think of. Yeah. So I looked up I looked I looked up a couple. Um so the one that you just said was uh say that one one more time, Anna. Pan comido. Ah, okay. Pan comido. And I see that one too. Uh to be to be eaten bread is the literal translation, it means to be very easy. Huh. Interesting. All right, what about this one? It's, I'm gonna do this in my Spanish pronunciation is bad so forgive me but i'm going to see if i can say this one if you can understand it all right yeah, yeah. um ponerse de mala leche ponerse de mala leche you said it right does that mean anything it's supposed to be an idiom yeah i'm sure there's i mean i'm not the best at idioms so <laughs> like i don't i don't i'm i have a hard time remembering them but uh, let's see. Does that mean? It well, literally, it means sour. to get in bad milk. Sour milk, like yeah, sour milk. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like sour grapes. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're kind of like I, you get you're bitter, you're sour about something. Yeah, exactly. You get upset yeah. about something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Another that, thing. That's oh. exactly. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Another thing that I found, too, is that every language has a different sound for animals. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was listening, that is true. I was listening to Decalores, going back to my childhood. <laughs> I know the words of Decalores. Oh, I know the tune, sorry. I don't know the words. But I, for some reason, it, like, burned into my head. I guess I must have listened to it a lot as a kid at school when they're teaching you Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I was having mm -hmm. Ana explain it to me, and then they say, El gallo says kitty 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 <laughs> <laughs> canta el gallo uh-huh <laughs> kitty 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 <laughs> yeah so it is kind of funny that even the animals speak a different in a different in accent English, what is it cockadoodle do yeah cockadoodle cock yeah in a way it's written too yeah yeah and when you're a kid they're like this cow says moo the chicken mm -hmm. says or the chicken clucks Dog says woof. But in Spanish, yeah. what do dogs say in Spanish? Woof? I don't oh. know. <laughs> Whoa, I've never been asked. That. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh god. Uh, a dog what does a dog say in Spanish? It's funny because when woof, I was woof. Woof, woof. I don't know. When I was explaining idioms to her, I was like, all Spanish idioms are so bizarre. And I told her I was going to make up one that says my dog had a bad Saturday. Because <laughs> that's what they sound like to my me. Dog had a... Like, it just doesn't make sense they to me. They sound random. Yeah, yeah, they sound random. Dog has that's a bad funny. Saturday. Well, I know what a and chicken says. What does a chicken say cheep, in Spanish? Cheep, cheep. Cheep, cheep, cheep. Yeah. 
It's similar. Wait, what is it? Wait, what does the chicken say? I didn't hear you. Cheep, cheep, cheep. <laughs> okay. And the what the, I don't even. The chick says pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What do chickens? What do they? I don't even know cluck, what chickens cluck. say. They cluck, yeah. Cluck. Oh, they cluck. That's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my I, it's been a long time since Dude. I've learned what the animals. <laughs> my head hurts now, though. It's been it, that's a few years. That's why it's hard because you like are not only taking in some other culture, but you're also mirroring yourself and like analyzing what you do. It's just like a lot to take in. Even it is. Cries oh, and that... are different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially like when you're reading it and the way it's spelled out, it's just kind of funny to see the, mm. the differences. But speaking of the culture and everything like that, we we cannot uh, finish this topic without talking about music. Because I remember when I was learning Portuguese, one of the first things I did was I found a bunch of, uh, of Portuguese music. Some of it good, some of it not so good. But I did learn later <laughs> that what was not good. <laughs> But, but, but the cool thing about music is that a lot, and it obviously depends on the song, but in a lot of cases you can hear because, especially with some of the slower songs, because the words are kind of, um, like the pronunciation is a little bit more elongated. So you can actually hear the words and try to hear what they're saying. So Spanish, on the other hand, of course, there's obviously a, a vast variety of music. So all of it is not slow, of course, but, um. I've noticed that like sometimes in in Spanish and in Portuguese too, it's like the titles of the songs and the lyrics and the way they tell the story is uh, when you translate it directly, it doesn't always mm-hmm. make sense yeah. as a direct translation, but in Spanish, it makes sense mm-hmm. or in Portuguese, it makes sense. And after I kind of learned the language, it started to make sense because now my brain could could understand the translation and I'm not like that in Spanish yeah. yet, but I could understand the translation. And so yeah, um, languages so, change your brain. <laughs> they do. They absolutely do. Yeah. So when it comes to music, um, Anna, like what is some of like your favorite music to listen to in Spanish? And like what did you grow up listening to? <laughs> Selena. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To be honest, I grew up listening to English music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my dad likes English music. Um, but there are some like more, like, classic music in Spanish from their time, from my parents' times that they would play. Um, but I, the Spanish music I was mostly exposed to was the music they would play at parties. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. A lot of cumbias. <laughs> okay. Bachata, stuff like that. But I liked, yeah, I like cumbia. I like Selena in Spanish. So. Okay. So that's pretty interesting. So you you um, you prefer Eng- like well you you listen to English music, but the at the parties is when you really heard the yeah. Spanish music. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if gotcha. that's super common. Yeah, I think that. Um, no, no, but I, no, but I think no, I think that's cool though. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool that you that the way you did. Yeah. You know, you because you obviously you obviously grew up listening to both but english yeah. is kind of what you gravitated toward mm-hmm. i mean i'd like to sit here and like say <laughs> i'm uh fami- completely familiar with both worlds uh in the music world but um yeah that's my uh that is my experience <laughs> and something that no I, no but that's cool yeah that's cool though something that i learned is that because, oh <laughs> i think there's another way no no i was just gonna say that's not i mean that's a what makes that kind of cool? And I didn't mean to mm-hmm. and go ahead and finish your thought, uh, Antino. But I was just going to say that's kind of cool because obviously we're talking to someone who is actually, I was about to say bilingual, but actually you speak more than that. You speak, what, four languages or five? Wait, five. Four. Well, <laughs> Spanish, English, four. Uh, Portuguese. 
Yeah. It's four. So you speak, yeah. So you speak four different languages. And so uh, that experience that you're giving is, I think that's, is it typical? No, I think it's, it's better than typical <laughs> because of the fact that you have all these different languages in your, yeah, you have all these languages in your mind and you speak English and Spanish, of course, very well. And so I mm -hmm. think that's why I'm asking for your perspective on that yeah. because I think that's really, I mean, that's not, it's not common. You have a lot of people who are bilingual, but then once you start getting into three, four or more languages, then you start to get into a category that's a little bit more rare. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. Especially yeah. when I started learning ASL. Um, yeah, I could just see how my perspective on things was changing. And mm -hmm. that's something that I don't fully recall when I was learning English, because technically Spanish was my first first language. But, you know, by the time I was done with kindergarten, I was uh, pretty, you know, fluent in English. So I don't remember the process, but I do remember the process of trying to learn ASL or Portuguese now more recently. And yeah, it really does change the way you view things, um, the way that you express yourself. I love seeing um, humor in different languages. That's something really mm -hmm. interesting, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> it's a challenge, you know, but just, it's, it's great, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's cool that you got a chance to learn that challenge as well, because obviously when you're a kid, you know, if you were in kindergarten, you know, so you're talking about five and six and years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, learning another language is super easy. Your brain is yeah. still growing and developing and it, it, it snaps it up very quickly. But as you get a little bit older, it takes a little bit more effort um, to learn another language. And um, um, But, you know, you just reminded me of something that I, I think could be a potential future segment uh, that we could test, if you wouldn't mind being a test subject for this. Not at all. You know what I was thinking? You know, what would be a cool segment to like maybe do a quick, like a short recording on is just seeing how Anna, um, seeing how she can translate from Spanish to ASL and then English to ASL. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. like, have, like having a couple of statements in Spanish and then having a few statements in English and, and seeing how she mm -hmm. translates. And how that would be different. Hearing both. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's kind of funny though, because she has been translating for her whole life pretty much. Which, mm -hmm. like, same way as you, I thought was very impressive. But then someone was like, <laughs> they were like, we all translated for our parents. Growing <laughs> up. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't grow up <laughs> speaking Spanish. So I don't. <laughs> no, but see, and that, yeah, but that's, and that's the, so that's, yeah, that's what's cool about this conversation between the three of us because of the fact that we each have different experiences with the languages. But the reality is, I mean, for a lot of Americans, um, I mean, unless your parents were, you know, were from somewhere else, mm -hmm. a lot of times we just grow up speaking English and we don't even, we don't even think too much about learning another language. And, you know, unless it's our part of the culture, mm -hmm. unfortunately, that's just how it is here. Whereas when you step outside the U.S. and go to other parts of the world, it's very common to speak more than one language. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. a lot of times, in a lot of countries, it's, you have the official language of the, of the country, and then there's the language of whatever group you're from. And then a lot of times people learn English because English is the language of business, really. Uh, it's the language of the world as far as business is concerned. Mm -hmm. And English is probably the world's most widely spoken language. It's not, it's not the world's most widely spoken language as far as being a first language. Right. I think that belongs to Mandarin, I think. Um, but it is as far as how many people have learned it as a second language and a third language as well. So it just so happens we just happen to be somewhere where English is like the the business language of the world. And I think that's part of what it is. But Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah growing up uh, with parents who had to learn English, and they, they, they did, they speak English now, but growing up... Um, yeah, they they did have to sort of rely on their kids to communicate a little bit until they until they got there. So that was interesting, <laughs> mm -hmm. interesting yeah. way to grow up, you know. And um, 
now, like, as far as, like, interpreting, like, that's kind of, that's frowned upon. I mean, you shouldn't have a child interpreter, but that's just the way life is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure they appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a, For sure. having, that, that's a huge help because I can imagine, I can only imagine that, like, you know, having to go somewhere else yeah. and then you have kids and they're learning that language really quickly. I mean, I can only imagine, so. Yeah. No, that's cool that you actually did that. And there's that. better laws in place oh. now where they, they have to provide it for you as, like, before, I don't think that was so much the case, or I'm not sure. Yeah, you now have there to have is. an inter- interpreter, even in the hospitals and stuff. Yeah, they have so. to provide one for you, so. Oh, got you. Okay. Okay. But you're saying that that's newer, though, that that was a requirement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of funny because we both didn't really grow up that far away from each other. Probably about like a half hour distance at the most. Right? 20 minutes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And yet I feel like we had like two separate lives. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what's mm-hmm. kind of funny to me. Like I was saying, like I grew up here, but I didn't really know the culture too much. I just knew one side of it. One side of the co- Yeah. One side of the coin. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that to even Tucson... You know, it's not that big, but it definitely is that way. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's a, and I think part of that is too. Uh, well, Tucson is a very unique place, I think, overall. Yeah. Um, from that standpoint, but I, I definitely can, I can relate to what you're saying because you know it's so funny. Believe it or not, Detroit has a division. Uh, I shouldn't say division, but it has its own sections where you have different language groups that tend to kind of stick together. And unless you go there, you, you can easily grow up in Detroit and not even understand what's going on. Like if I'm on the East side, but the West side has its own kind of world going on. So mm-hmm. I can yeah. definitely relate to that. But, um, but yeah, Tucson is a, a unique place in, in that regard. So. Yeah. It's been nice seeing things from Antonio's perspective. Like the way he grew up, that's been interesting for me. <laughs> mhm. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, his his story is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, well, that's what I always knew. I always knew that I've been a lot of places because thanks to my parents and friends, I was taken a lot of places when I was younger, and I was able to experience a lot of things. Going places, I don't feel uncomfortable in cities, unless you know, like I can walk around New York even now. If anybody. We take anybody. I know what we're going to do. I know the route. I know how we're going. I know the subways. But when it comes to people, I really don't understand people. Like, I think that's why I talk so much. Like, even with this podcast, just talking to people, trying to get, like, what is it about your life that you, like, you know, are figuring out or learning or something like that? Because I I have a kind of a little bit of a trouble with that. Whereas you've talked to people in English, Spanish, and sign language, and those are three totally different things and are quite often misunderstood by the other uh, culture. And so it was kind of interesting that you had the experience of blending those things together. So I I felt like that was something that I needed because I don't, (laughs) I lack that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I love that you like take the bull by the horns. (laughs) I haven't. I've been putting it off and I don't want to do it anymore because Aaron inspired me. If Aaron can do it, <laughs> anybody can. <laughs> oh, that and that is so true. That is so true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's well. Tough. I'm about to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. So we'll see how. We'll see how it happens. So I had to pull up my old. It's so funny. We were talking about some of the music earlier. About you were talking about how Spanish at Spanish parties. Uh, you would hear the music there, and I had pulled up a list because I actually had to DJ a Spanish party one time. I think um, Sonrisa has been playing in the distance of my <laughs> life, my whole life. Yes, and I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. I do. Just in somewhere, of softly course. playing in the distances. <laughs> to Sonrisa. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that song and uh, of course Suavemente. Suavemente. Yeah. By the time, yeah. By the time I heard that song, I think everybody was already tired of it. Oh, but I was man. late to the party. That was like 2004, 2005, I think, when I finally heard. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome! I love this. Everybody was already getting tired of it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and every, uh, every but I party. Yeah. And I was pulling up uh, that. I still actually have that playlist. And I was looking through some of the songs. Another song I really loved was uh, uh, La Vida Es Un Carnaval. By, oh, yeah. I don't know how to sell your proof. Yeah. I, I love that song. Um, La Vaca. That, that's a pretty oh. interesting song. <laughs> that's the a Cow. One. Yeah. And I don't understand the words to it, but it has a nice beat to it. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm like, why do they keep No, dude, don't look up the words. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. Why do they keep saying the cow? Like, the cow. La vaca. Dude. I'm like, why, why is that? But I love it. <laughs> I love how it sounds. But like, I don't understand it. Just as beautiful. Like, everyone tells me this. They're like, songs mean so much more in Spanish than they do in English. But the okay, bad songs are infinitely worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm probably wrong, and everyone just calls me ignorant, and I'm like, I apologize. But the, from my perspective, that's what I'm trying to change. But it's kind of funny because I like music, and I'm like, hey, they played this song at work. What is he saying? And she's like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> he's talking about this girl, and he's saying these things about her body parts. And Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, but this is on the radio. Uh, <laughs> it depends what station. <laughs> it depends on what station and whether it's after midnight or not. <laughs> oh man, no, but I've heard people say that before, and I, I think I got to a point where I could relate to that a little bit. Um, not with Spanish, obviously, but with Portuguese, I could kind of relate to what they were saying. But of course, um. You know, obviously, English is my first language, and so stuff in English is still go going to definitely hit me the hardest, probably. Mm -hmm. But I definitely can understand when certain people would say, hey, listen to this song in Portuguese, and I will listen to it. And they're like, see, this is way... They would take, a, like, for example, they would take a song that was in both Portuguese and English. Mm -hmm. And trans, you know, and you would listen to both versions, and I would be like, oh, yeah, the Portuguese version does sound better. And I like the word choices that they use in Portuguese versus the English version. And I don't know if, if that was because the translation just wasn't that good. Uh -huh. For example, if it started if it started off as a Portuguese song and then right. they translated it into English, or was it that the words in Portuguese just fit better? I don't know what that is. But going back to what you were saying, uh, Antonio, with, with people saying that, as far as how people who are who speak both languages well. A lot of times I've heard the same thing. People would say that the Spanish version is better than the English version. And I I can't disagree with that. <laughs> in, in, in many cases, I'm like, yeah, I could see that. I just think I don't, I don't want it, it to be true, Aaron. It makes me sad. It, it means that my life no, has but... been void of flavor <laughs> for I... this whole time. All the songs that I'd listened to, they were just bland. It's like no. gravy. I I've personally been living don't. Gravy. <laughs> I personally don't like to say that because I, what you said right now, it definitely depends on what language the song was originally written in. So that has a lot to do with it. If you have to translate something, it's not gonna be the same exact thing, you know. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but for some reason. And I don't know, I guess as time goes on and um, we kind of go down this road <laughs> of learning this language, I think it'll click. But I've had moments where people have said that to me and I've heard both songs. Yeah. And because I got to the point where I can understand both, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I get what this person is saying. I get it. Like, yeah, I do like this translation in Portuguese better than the English version of the song. Sometimes they paint a uh, picture I, better. Yeah, yeah that's that what it seems it like. Yeah, that's what it's it seems colorful. like a lot of times. It's, I feel like in 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 Spanish, Portuguese, and a little bit of French as well, because um, we we learned French growing up. And I may have told this story on the podcast before. I don't know. I might have. I might not have. I I, I check um, for congruency, so I'll let you know. Okay. All right. Cool. And just in case I hadn't mentioned this on the podcast before or not, though, uh, growing up in Detroit, we actually used to watch the Canadian version of Sesame Street. And so we would watch half of it, 
half of the Canadian version was in French and half was in English. Oh. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we would learn the know how to count all the letters and, and all the basic words we would, and sentences we learned in French. And that's just because we were right there on the border. And so we just picked up, you know, we didn't have cable. So everything was over the air. So we just picked up the, the Canadian stations. Oh, that's so it's so funny because I didn't realize that, that, you know, I didn't realize it until I moved to New York. That's when I realized that Sesame Street <laughs> was not half in French for most of the oh. most of Americans. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Even, it never clicked. Well, it I, never clicked because every yeah. everyone in Detroit saw that saw it half English, half half uh, French. <laughs> I think we had it in Spanish here, right? Yeah, they play it in Spanish. They play some shows in Spanish, like on PBS. Yeah. So okay. And, you know, and obviously we get the Spanish channels. Yes. That they have. And the movie yeah. channels. Um, but just real quick, checking for congruency, you have not told that story on the podcast, but you have told that story with friends who are from Canada. So that's why you think you thought on the podcast because it was on a Zoom call. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. you're safe. You're Got safe. You. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. I'm glad I'm, I'm not repeating myself too much. But, yeah. Dude, that was, but, but, yeah. So it was so funny because we spoke French. And there's a video of me somewhere when I was a kid. I don't know if my aunt still has it or not, but where I was speaking English and French. Oh wow! Because uh, because my dad spoke French too. Oh wow, that's uh, awesome. pretty pretty decently. So um, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see that have, video. I have to find it. Yeah, I have to see if it's still around. It's on VHS somewhere. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's interesting just to see how our our brains were. And I didn't even think about it. Like I said, you just watch the show. And you repeat after them. <laughs> Whatever they say, you said it to. <laughs> so, yeah, say croissant. Uh, croissant? I don't know how to say it now. <laughs> but I just remember, I, I, I lost a lot of it. But I remember, you know, we was, you know, como tally vous, you know. And then you learn how to count, you know, un, der, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, huit, neuf, dix. These see that there's a famous English expression that came from that, but whatever. <laughs> well, I have um, actually that is awesome. I uh was able when, when we were out of the country, I met some friends from France, and he was mm-hmm. telling me in broken, broken English, he was trying to get me to tell him where we were going on the bus route. He's like, I think we're supposed to be going this way, but the bus is going that way. And, like, this has been going on for a while. That's kind of like he was frustrated because he was trying to figure out what was going on. And so I just told him, c'est la vie. <laughs> and he just nice. laughed. And I was like, I hope that isn't offensive. No. <laughs> That's the only he, he French I know. He was genuinely, like, laughing hard at that. He thought that was hilarious. That's the only French that yeah. I know. And I learned it from a song. You know, a lot of the expressions Ooh. I know. What? Uh-huh. What? No, I just thought of something. I just thought of a song that has French in it too, but it's not good though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I feel like I know what song you're thinking of. You know, what I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This song got remade some years ago, and uh, it, the French translation is not good. <laughs> I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's what's funny about French is that it's easy. It's pretty easy to read. But the pronunciation is different. You know, and I, now that I'm thinking about it, Detroit, I mean, that's French. Because technically it's Detroit. You know, that's the pronunciation of it. But, I did not know that. Yeah, and a lot of the streets in Detroit are French as well. But we just say it in <laughs> in our own ghetto English. But it's a lot of <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, yeah, we say Detroit. But T-R-O-I-T is Trois. Yeah. So that's the correct pronunciation. But, fun. you know. We just, that's all it is. America's just butchering all of these, like, we do. That's what, that's what we do as, that's what we do as Americans. We take everything in the world and we butcher it and destroy it and annihilate it and microwave it oh and then pour it out and expect everyone else to like it. <laughs> and it's gravy. Well, yeah. So thank you for listening to Two Crazy Scoops podcast where. Two crazy scoops would just like to say that we are glad that we haven't no, no, just... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I don't know what to cut out and what to keep in. They're just going to be out of like laughing and no one's going to know why. Oh, gosh. Uh, I had to give you something to do after, you know, when you edit this. <laughs> okay, Aaron. So I do have to do the outro, but I don't. did I go a little too hard uh, at the intro for this one? Or uh, I don't know. No, no, you're fine. But the audio on my end sounds sounded a little scratchy but i think on your end it's gonna sound fine because yeah. i'm still hearing you through zoom yeah so. okay because i, was I like, think it's gonna be fine the look on your well, face i was like it. oh my god i think i went yeah it, it was yeah it was like <laughs> I went too reaching. far <laughs> no no but like i said on your end it probably sounds good so i say keep it just do it the same way and then you'll hear it on your end but like i said on my end it's just like oh my god okay. <laughs> man let me see if i can get this there we go. So I have the machine back again, and I can play the music on here. So uh, this has been Two Crazy Skews Podcast with your host, Sale, Antino, and ANA. I don't really know what to say at the end of this, that I just want to apologize for Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> to all of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to. I controlled myself the whole episode, but at the end, it just came out. <laughs> to be honest, we've actually been recording this whole time. It's just none of the audio was usable. <laughs> Aaron was going on rants about the French Revolution and things like that. <laughs> so, oh god! Thank you all for listening. <laughs>